Welcome to the podcast again today. You know, I am excited about us sharing the Word of God together and learning all the things that we are learning step by step. The Bible says that God will build us up line upon line, block upon block, here a little and there a little. That means that God is taking His time in building us into what He wants us to be. In fact, the Word of God tells us that He is making us into the very image of Jesus Christ. From glory to glory, as it were, step by step, little by little, line upon line, block by block, and that's what we're doing every day. There's something powerful about being persistent. There's something powerful about being consistent. There's something very powerful about being repetitive. I know these are things that we may not always like, you know, always the same old, same old. It's the same thing every day, day in, day out. We get up, you know, we pray, we read our Bible, we we make our confessions, we get ourselves all encouraged for the day, then we go out to work, and we go to the same place to work, and we work, you know, it's just over and over and over again. Every Sunday we have church, and then, you know, uh, Friday nights we eat this or that, you know, but there's some, some power that God releases in something that is consistent, in something that is persistent, in something that is repetitive. In fact, God is the one that chose the calendar. He's the one that chose that the seasons and the times of each year would remain the same. After Noah came out of the ark, God set a rainbow in the clouds, and he said that this will be a sign that I will never destroy the earth again. And one of the promises God connected to that is that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter shall not leave the earth. They're going to continue to be repetitive. It's going to continue to come back around. In fact, the feast that God had the children of Israel to keep came around every year. And each year, God would have them do the very same thing, go to the very same place, repeat the very same thing. Every time that the children of Israel would bring their tithes and their offerings to the Lord, God told the priest to repeat the very same thing. He told the people to repeat. He said, when you bring an offering, you repeat this. You say, I have not left anything that belongs to the Lord at my house. I have brought everything that belongs to him, and I've sanctified it and made it holy to him, and I offer it freely. There's something powerful about being repetitive whenever what we are repeating is the word. Word of God. There's something powerful about being consistent, especially when we are consistent in the things God wants us to do. There's something powerful about being persistent. When we come up against obstacles of life, it's important that we keep on keeping on. It's a part of the long-suffering, a part of the fruit of the Spirit that many call patience. It's a part of the ability for us to endure a long time, for us to wait until the season of harvest. And while we are waiting, we are continuing to do the things necessary to allow God's blessing to flow and give us the greatest abundant harvest that we could receive. So again today, here we are in Proverbs. Do you know for almost 40 years I have been doing Proverbs? There's a Proverbs for every day. Proverbs 
1 on the first day of the month, Proverbs 2 on the second day of the month, Proverbs 3 on the third day. Well, here we are. We're on the second day of the month, and here we are at Proverbs 2. We're going to read this chapter, and I encourage you, don't let this be the only month you do this. There's something powerful about putting the Word of God in your life. You will find the Word of God rubbing off on you. You will find yourself being anointed with the power of the Word of God as you consistently and persistently and repetitively put the Word of God into your heart, into your mind. That's how we renew our minds. It is by the Word of God, powerfully, persistently, consistently, repetitively, over and over and over again. That's how we program ourselves. That's one of the reasons why flashcards work so well whenever you are learning your ABCs or when you're learning your, uh, you know, your multiplication tables or when you're learning uh, geography or anything else that you want to learn. That's why singing a song over and over and over. You don't just play a song one time and know it. If you want to, to learn uh, the words to the song, and if you want to be able to sing the song yourself, if you want to be able to uh, understand all the nuances, you're going to have to repeat it over and over and over again. Uh, difference between a song, uh, you know, some secular song, for example, and the Word of God is that the Word of God contains its own power to shape us, to renew us, to refresh us. And so today, as we approach our Proverbs again, let's open up our heart and let's let God deposit wisdom in our life. And I pray that every day for the rest of your life, generally every day, it might not be literally every day, but when you look back on 20 years past, when you can say, you know, on a daily basis, I went to the Word of God. On a daily basis, I sought God in prayer. On a daily basis, I asked God for help and direction. On a daily basis, I served Him and I shared others, uh, shared with others the Word of God. When you can say that I have went to the book of Proverbs, I've gone there looking for direction for life. You know, on the 16th day of the month, when you go there to Proverbs 16, you're going to find something that's going to speak to you. God's that marvelous, that powerful, that wonderful. And if you do this virtually every day, every month, every year, for the rest of your life, you will end up, as the Word of God says, making your way prosperous, and you will have good success. If for nothing more, just from these principles of God's Word rubbing off on you, and changing your life. Check yourself with the Word of God, challenge yourself with the Word of God, and let the Word of God change you. Proverbs 2 from the King James Version. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth. 
cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things, who lead the path of righteousness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil and delight in the forwardness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and they forward in their paths, to deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger which flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth unto death, and her paths unto the dead. None that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of life. That thou mayest walk in the way of good men, and keep the paths of the righteous. For the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. Wow. How powerful is the Word of God that speaks to us and gives us such wisdom and knowledge. Verse 11 says this, and this is the verse we're going to think about today, especially the first part of verse number 11. Basically, as Solomon led up to verse 11, he was saying how important it was to seek wisdom, to seek the wisdom of God. Seek her as silver. Look, look for her as you would look for a hidden treasure. Look around. Always be looking around, attempting to glean wisdom from every opportunity, from every experience, from everything that we go through. See what you can glean, glean wisdom. And he says in verse 11, he's saying, basically, if you do this, then you're going to be blessed. But one of the blessings that comes to the person who is seeking wisdom, to the person who is seeking the knowledge of God, to the person who is trying his best to understand how God sees what I'm going through. Then verse 11 says, discretion shall preserve that person. Understanding shall keep them. Discretion shall preserve thee. What is discretion? Discretion is but our choice. Discretion is but our considered decision. Do we turn left? Do we turn right? What do we do? How can we uh, make the best decision? How can we discern what is best for us to do? Because we have discretion. We shall be able to make this decision. Uh, you know, when a policeman is running radar on an interstate, for example, and there are six cars that are coming down the highway, and they are all going about the same speed, and every one of them is indicating that they're running, let's say, 85, and the speed limit is 70. And this policeman understands that he is going to pull one of them over. How does he decide which one to pull over? Well, uh, it's, it's, an, it's a term that's uh, likened unto uh, prosecutorial discretion. Okay? Um, that means that he has to make a decision. 
He has to decide which one of those four, five, or six cars he's going to pull over. It's up to his discretion. It's up to his decision. Many factors may go into him making that decision. We don't know all the reasons that go into, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it, it could be uh, uh, that, you know, one person was in the left lane as opposed to being in the right lane. Or it could be that uh, all of them slow down but one. You know, I, I, I don't know. There are a lot of things. Just like a district attorney, whenever he's delivered, you know, a lot of cases to prosecute, a lot of cases to consider during any one month or during any one term. He has to use prosecutorial discretion to decide which cases he's going to try and which cases he's not going to try. All of these factors, factors sometimes that we can't even put our finger on, weigh into uh, our decisions. But when we are filled with the wisdom of God, when we have sought God's wisdom, in every situation. When we have decided that we are going to glean wisdom from every experience, we're going to keep our eyes open, be circumspect, we're going to look around, we're going to do our best to imagine how we can please God. The Bible says, when we seek wisdom, discretion shall preserve us and understanding will keep us. All the sudden factors begin to weigh in to our spiritual uh, decision maker. And sometimes we don't even know why we might decide to do this instead of this or take this job instead of that job. Sometimes we can't explain it. Sometimes logic cannot define it. And sometimes uh, uh, it, 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 we, we just know. Those are the types of things. Our own discretion, our, our abilities to keep ourselves out of the way of men or of women who would take advantage more than just following those who are, who are flattering us with their words or those who are making merchandise of us. We have that little discernment, that, that leadership, discretion, the ability to make a decision based upon something on the inside of you, the wisdom of God that is a stronger leadership than outside factors might support. Let me encourage you today. The circumstances that you're in, the situations you're going through or have gone through in life, the things that are happening to people around you, step back just a moment. Consider. Look at them. Really consider. Meditate upon all of the things that you are being made aware of. And see if you can discern. See if you can find the wisdom of God, just like Solomon did from the experiences of life. And discretion, the wisdom that you receive, will give you discretion. And discretion will preserve you. And understanding, having a greater understanding, will keep you. God bless you. I want to thank you again for joining us on these podcasts. And we'll be back tomorrow, okay, with... Proverbs chapter 3. But for today, what can we do? Let's ask God to help us see His wisdom, see from His perspective in everything that's going on in our life. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we ask you to give us wisdom, Lord. 
God, we can't always choose what we go through, but we can choose how we go through it. So God, today, help us, Lord, to be discerning. Help us to look around, Lord, and, and uh, do our best to understand from your perspective, Lord, why people go through what they go through, Lord, and why we go through what we go through, Lord. And as we look at the experiences of our life, Lord, and the things that we see around us, God, help us, Almighty God, to glean the wisdom, your wisdom, your perspective, Lord, from these things. And God, as we do, give us your grace, Lord, so that we can have a greater understanding of life, a greater understanding, Lord, of, of wisdom, a greater understanding, Lord, of, of how to live and what to do and what to think, Lord. And we can also, Lord, uh, be filled with the discretion that will keep and preserve us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Be discreet today. Okay? Exercise discretion. God bless you. I'll see you on the next podcast.